Russell Westbrook makes history once again. On Saturday, May 8, 2021, in the home state of Oscar Robertson of Indiana, Russell Westbrook ties the career triple-double record of 181. It was such a beautiful thing. Not to mention, he made history a few ways on Saturday night. Russell Westbrook became the first player in NBA history to record back-to-back games with 15-plus rebounds and 15-plus assists. And the second player in NBA history to record 33 points, 19, and 15 assists in a game. Wilt Chamberlain did it once in 1968. Chamberlain and Oscar Robinson is a good company to have. Welcome back to the Westwood Podcast. I am your host, J.D. Jackson. As always, you can find me on Twitter, Russell Westbrook is a chip at Always and Forever Art, and on YouTube at J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. Let's get it. Guys, something I do not want to get lost. Bradley Beal could not go late in the fourth quarter. To me, it looked like he had tears in his eyes. I am praying that both Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal are okay. Bradley Beal couldn't even continue. It's said to be a hamstring uh, issue. I'm hoping he's okay when he's evaluated. He's supposed to be evaluated today, May 9th. Um, I'm hoping everything's okay. Because if either Russell Westbrook or Bradley Beal is injured, the season is over. And I don't want it to be lost that Bradley Beal had a smooth 50-point game, 19 of 31 from the field. He was absolutely outstanding and uncontrolled, 3 of 7 from 3 as well. I don't want that to get lost in the history that Russell Westbrook has made. Look, Russell Westbrook's a lock ballot, first ballot Hall of Famer. He's a lock greatest of all time. And I'm going to talk about him plenty on this podcast, as I always do. But Bradley Beal... Dropped a real smooth 50 uh, with on efficient shooting. Had five rebounds as well. Um, <clears throat> he had two blocks and a steal. 50. Didn't even play the end of the fourth in the overtime. And he had dropped 50. Hey, guys, we won a game where Bradley Bill scored more than 40. At least that's a good thing, right? I don't want that to get lost. I hope he's okay. Um, Russell Westbrook played through it. He didn't quite look like he was moving the same to me. I'm hoping he's okay as well. But I really want to say about Bradley Beal because he couldn't even finish the game. I hope they are both all right. If either one's hurt, we can just kiss this play-in things goodbye. Because we're in the play-in now. We're in the play-in. Okay? So we're half a game up on the Pacers, a game and a half back of the Charlotte Hornets. We play the Hornets at the end of this season. So, guys, the Wizards could get the eight seed. Think about how bad the Rizzles were before Russell Westbrook was there, before All-Star break, let's say that. How bad the Wizards were. Now, they can have the eight seed as bad as they started off this season. It's a beautiful thing. Oh, it's a beautiful thing. All right, guys. I want to talk about the injuries. I want to talk about Bradley Bill. But let's get to the man of the hour. Russell Westbrook, Clutchbrook, Goatbrook. All those things we call them. The Brody. Guys, this is how great Russell Westbrook is. As I sat there and scrolled through my Twitter of all the Russell Westbrook fans I follow, and even some Wizards fans that have grown to love him, as well as there's lots of those, um, put the, point that out. Well, I'm scrolling through, and I'm looking at all of your, your feeds, right? And it's like, the common things is like, 
our center rotation was putrid versus the Pacers. It just was bad. Okay. But what I also noticed was everyone saying he's not playing great, but he's not playing bad. Talking about Russell Westbrook. Guys, you know your point guard, my point guard, is elite. When he's putting up 33, 19, and 15, we can all say, eh, he was good. He wasn't great. He wasn't terrible. He had stretches where he wasn't that good. And he still put up 33, 19, and 15. By the way, two blocks and a steal. I won't point that out. I just won't point that out. That's how great he is. It made me realize that people who watch him day in and day out, and now the Wizards fans, you are a part of this. The people who watch Russell Westbrook game after game, quarter after quarter, minute after minute, second after second, we know and we are sometimes numb to how great he is. That he could put up 33, 19, and 15. They're all saying he was, he was good. You know, he was, we, he's had better games. 33, 19, and 15 on, eh. That's how elite he is. His block, guys, you, I could tell he wasn't moving right. That's just me. Most people were, would concur uh, from what I saw. He's playing through it. I hope it's nothing serious that he can just get some treatment and he'll be okay. But we're all looking at it and we're all thinking, mm, he don't really look quite right. He's not really jumping. He didn't want to bend down for the ball. He still was getting up, get those rebounds though. But he looked different. He's lived in the paint versus the Pacers. And then after that, he kind of didn't go to the basket all that much. But nonetheless, he played through it. He got the foul at the end. Guys, he makes his free throws, which he's 8-9 from the free throw line, um, which was outstanding uh, in the game. And then he comes back. He goes under the screen and recovers and blocks the ball with his left hand so that there's zero chance he can foul him. See, what a lot of y'all don't know is that Russell Westbrook is unprotectious. How many, how many of you knew that? Yeah, he's actually left-handed. The only thing he does with his right, right hand is shoot a basketball. I bet you didn't know that. So it's not surprising that he's so comfortable with using his left hand on layups and using his left hand to block a shot. So he doesn't foul. He blocks Levert, who thought, he thought he was open. Blocks with his left hand, game over. Game-winning free throws, game-winning block. He breaks history in the same state of Oscar Robertson's hometown in that fashion. Russell Westbrook always does this. The reason why Russell Westbrook fans are glued to the TV is that this is the type of stuff that you can get night in and night out. It's just possible. And another reason we're glued to the TV when he has a chance to set a record, oh gosh, this always happens. Do you remember the game winner in Denver? versus Denver. Do you remember it? I mean, he sucked the thing from damn near half court. He always does this. I can't wait to see what he do to break the record. I'm going to be honest. I can't wait. I can't wait. They play the Hawks on NBA TV. is at 630. Ain't nothing keeping me from that game. Nothing. Guys, he always does it in dramatic fashion. 
and even us Russell Westbrook fans. When you see us critiquing him fairly, I might add. So when Russell Westbrook fans are critiquing him, we're, we're critiquing him fairly. We're not saying he has to shoot like Steph and be as tall as Kevin Durant and all that bull crap. But when we're, we are critiquing him fairly, we are critiquing him against himself. And sometimes we can kind of say, I, I sit, sit back, I'm, look at, I'm just scrolling through it, looking, and everyone's right. He was, he, was, he was good. He was okay. He wasn't outstanding. We've seen him be outstanding. He wasn't bad. And I'm sitting there scrolling through it saying, the guy's got 33, 19, and 15, and we talking about he was, uh, okay. That's how we're used to seeing him just be Russell Westbrook, the Brody, doing Brody things. That's all it comes to. The Brody doing Brody things. So, I just, guys, he's just phenomenal. Um, I guess we can get into the stats a little bit. I just wanted to harp on just how great Russell Westbrook is. Um, he set all kinds of records, and I just wish people would just appreciate Russell Westbrook for what he is. And when I say that, you don't have to start comparing him to past point guards or current point guards. You don't have to start ranking him. Just enjoy Russell Westbrook for Russell Westbrook because there isn't another. And there never will be. Um... Like I said, he's the second player in the NBA history to have 33 points, 19 rebounds, and 15 assists in the game. The only other person is Wilt Chamberlain in 1968. Not to mention, Russell Westbrook is the first player in NBA history to record back-to-back games with both 15 points plus, no, I'm sorry, 15 rebounds plus, and 15 assists plus, and back-to-back game. No one else has ever done it. No one. Not Steve Nash. Not Matt Johnson. Not Isaiah Thomas, not none of them, no, not Chris Paul, no one has done that. It's beautiful, guys. We're in the play-in. We can get the AT. <laughs> this it almost doesn't it almost doesn't seem real. And then, oh, by the way, how humble Russell Westbrook is. Russell Westbrook, when asked about Oscar Robinson, he said, all I want to do is thank him because he set the stage for me. Humble Russell Westbrook. All right, guys. So um, here uh, we'll take a break and then we'll get to the stats. So, guys, basically in this one, it was Russell Westbrook, Bradley Beal, and then a little bit of Roy Hachimura, and that was it. Uh, so, like I said, you know, Bradley Beal, he's 19 of 31, 3 of 7 from 3, 5 rebounds and assists, 2 blocks of steal. He had 50 points and he was a plus 8. Westbrook was the only other, or Westbrook and Rui were the only other starters with a positive plus, box plus minus. Russell Westbrook, you, as you guys know, he had to play 44 of the 53 minutes. That's too many damn minutes. 11 of 26 from the field, 3 of 7 from 3, 8 of 9 from the free throw line, 15 uh, assists, 19 rebounds, one steal, two blocks as well. Alex Lynn, 20 minutes, 3-7 from the field, 2 of the line. He had 10 rebounds. That's where he did contribute. Um, he had an assist and three blocks. Um, Rui, 6 of 13 from the field, 1 of 1 from the free throw line, 6 rebounds, 1 assist, 13 points. Sabonis so was having his way without with whatever center we put in there. It didn't even matter. Um, that... 
it didn't matter. No chance of stopping Sabonis. Um, that's why I said I just the centers worked that it wasn't their night. Hudson played 12 minutes. He wasn't good. Bertans played 35 minutes, 34 minutes. He was 3 of 9 from the field, 2 of 8 from 3, 2 of 3 from the free throw line, 1 steal. He had 10 points. Like I said, I don't know. He made one that was important to make, but I don't know. He didn't shoot well. Lopez played 16 minutes, 2 of 7 from the field. He really wasn't good. He had 4 rebounds, though. Gafford uh, only played 17 minutes. He got in foul trouble early, and it was kind of like Brooks like forgot about him, which is kind of sad. Um, though he was two or three from the field, two or two from the free throw line, two rebounds, one assist, one steal. Uh, Gafford can get better if he he learns not to bite on the fake. A lot of his fouls are because he falls for the fake every time. I mean, he just want to jump up and swat everything, which is great for the Wizards because. Part of the reason why their defense got somewhat better is because, even though as of late they've given up a lot of points, um, it's because of Gaffer's rim protection and, and his ability to alter shots. But he cannot bite on those fakes while doing those things. That would definitely help him stay out of foul trouble. Uh, Ish Smith, 19 minutes, 3 of 6 from the field, 1 of 2 from 3. He had 7 rebounds, 4 assists. Um, he had 7 points on the night. Um, Matthews. He only played three minutes. He didn't really get enough run to really even try to make a difference. Like it was, it was Russ. I mean, like I said, Bill dropped fifty. Russell Westbrook dropped thirty-three. Rui dropped thirteen, and then the next person was Bertans with ten. I, I mean, like I said, it was those two. Look, Russell Westbrook and Bradley Bill got to be one of the most exhausted stars, both of them, in the NBA. They have to be like by far. I, I just. This roster construction, you have Westbrook, Beal, Rui. And here's the thing. You usually have Neto, but Neto was absolutely terrible. He played 26 minutes, 0 of 4 from the field, 0 of 2 from 3. Three rebounds, three assists, three steals, and a turnover. Now, he still got his his steals. He always do. But offensively, I mean, he was just, I don't, know, I don't know what he was doing. I don't know. He's going to bounce back. So I'm not worried about Neto because Neto's going to Neto. But it, particularly in this one, it was like it was Russell Westbrook, Bill, and then you just didn't know what was going to happen after that. And guys, this roster construction, Hutchinson, Lynn, I, I just, I I mean, them boys got to be exhausted. Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal. Not to mention, this shrunken, condensed schedule got them playing every other day. Got them playing so many back-to-backs. These two, the man, they have to be so tired. You know, they don't have the luxury that Anthony Davis and LeBron James have of Dennis Schroeder. Who's Dennis Schroeder on the Wizards? Who? Or Drummond? Who? I mean... I mean, they got Schroeder, Kuzma, Drummond. They got all these players, Morris. They got all these players. And I'm like, man, the Wizards got to be tired. The Bradley Bill, Russell Westbrook got to be exhausted. The Clippers over there are stacked as well. You know, so uh, what about the Nets? They're, they just keep coming with people. So I just... They gotta be exhausted. Um, I'm just hoping that they have enough in them um, to get 
through the rest of the season with the W with W's, get into the play-in, win that. If they're a top seed in the play-in, they just have to win one and they can move on. And then hopefully we can make some kind of noise in the first round. Look, guys, I'm not expecting. I'm not expecting. Now, if they do it, I'll be happy. I'm not expecting for the Wizards to go in there and just beat the one or two seed in seven-game series. I'm not. But I want them to push it six or seven. Give, give ourselves a chance. I wouldn't choose the Wizards, but come on now. I'm not trying to get swept. I'm not trying to lose in five. Let's get to six to seven and give ourselves a chance to get past the first round. I hate losing in the first round, though. I don't want to. I can't stand it. But this roster? Come on now. Come on. Come on now. Um, but, guys, I mean, we got the Atlanta Hawks next, I believe. Um, we have them on Monday on NBA TV, 630. Like I said, I will be glued to that. Guys, Russell Westbrook loves to break records in dramatic fashion. Make sure you tune in. Uh, then we have the Hawks again uh, on Wednesday at 630. Uh, then to close it out, we have the Cavaliers uh, on Friday. And then on Sunday, it looks like we got the Hornets um, and Wizards. So we got the Hornets there. Uh, that'll be an important game. We've got to get that W as well. So, hey, guys. I appreciate you guys so much for listening to the Westwood Podcast. But right here is where I break things. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Westbrook Podcast. Please, please hit that subscribe button. Whether you have Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, or any major podcast platform, I am on there. Please click subscribe. Guys, also, if you like video analysis, go check out my YouTube channel, J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. I got plenty of videos about Russell Westbrook and the Wizards, as well as some soccer videos if that's something you're into. Hopefully, I'll be making a video soon here in the next day or two. I know I've been very busy and I haven't been on top of it, but I will get there. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Westbrook Podcast. I am your host, J.D. Jackson. As always, you can find me on Twitter, Russell Westbrook is the chip, at Always and Forever Art, and on YouTube at JREC Soccer and Basketball Sessions. See you guys Monday so Russell Westbrook can make history once again at 6.30 p.m. Eastern, 7.30, or 6.30 Central, 7.30 Eastern. And as always, until next time, peace.